Welcome athletes to another episode of The Gym Closet. I'm here as always with at Jordan.Hildreth. What's up? Zach could not make it today. He unfortunately had to uh, uh, put down his family dog. So um, T's and P's to Zach and his family. Um, I recently went through that so I know how hard that is. Um, but we have an awesome episode today. It'll be a pretty quick one. We have a bunch of segments, and we're going to continue our series on uh, Coach Wooden's Pyramid. But if this is your first time listening to the podcast, please go back and listen to um, a bunch of different episodes. Everything's got great information on it. We are a podcast that is a Crave Gym podcast, and so we first and foremost go over everything that's inside of Crave Gym, um, everything that we got going on. And in doing so, we can educate everybody else and uh, and kind of go over different things that can affect everybody's life and success, whether it's business, fitness, work, you know, everything thing in life that we touch on and hopefully get some good information to everybody. So we are going to start off with uh, Coach Wooden's pyramid. We're going to knock off another block here. Um, I really like this one. So the last, the first week, two weeks ago, we went over the far left bottom. Last week, we went over the far right bottom. And then there's three blocks in the middle. And the three blocks in the middle are considered people blocks. So Today's block is bottom left. We have friendship, which I feel like is really overlooked in a lot of today's society. And we kind of touched on like how many friends you can have in, in previous episodes and, and kind of the science behind, you know, how many friends you can actually legitimately have. And, you know, why Facebook having 18,000 friends aren't really actual friends in real life. So um, friendship is is a big part of of this block or of this pyramid and it's it's uh it's interesting because it's it's uh, some of the things that he says in his book uh is that it's easier to reach our potential when we learn um the value of including others in our quest we can accomplish so much more when we work with each other and i love this especially in this season because this season (laughs) is it it, yeah this season is strength in numbers so that's perfect because we show more strength when we have a team when we have friends and that friendship part of it the camaraderie part of it is such a big part of what we do at crave and so just seeing that you know he included friendship into his uh pyramid of success is is a huge part of what we do at Craven. That's awesome. Also, it's a mutual devotion. He talks about uh, doing for others while they are doing for us. Um, And that's basically, you know, having your having your teammates, having your friendships, uh, your friends backs and making sure that you have their best interests in mind and they also have your best interests in mind. And so we've gone over a lot of this stuff when it comes to friendships and, and whether you have to, you know, whether you're thanking people from the past that had an impact on your life or you're getting rid of people that are, are dragging you down. You know, we've talked about a lot of this scale, but we've never really grouped it into friendship as kind of an overall theme. And so friendship's an easy, uh, an easy way to describe a lot of what we've talked about. And so it's uh, awesome that, that that's in here. And so what I want everybody to do is kind of analyze some of, some of your friendships and, and make sure that, you know, you're putting as much effort into some of your friendships as, as maybe they are. Um, I'm super guilty of this. And so this is one thing that I'm going to be working on this season with strength and numbers and all of that kind of stuff. But 
I'm so bad at, and I use being busy as an excuse, which, um, you know, I'm, I am very busy and I have a lot, a lot of shit going on with kids, work, all that kind of stuff. But I do a poor job, uh, whether it's returning a simple text on time, um, or, or within like 24 hours or like, you know, making plans with friends and, and making it a, uh, a priority in my life to do things. I take advantage of, uh, my wife's scheduling. So like I get with, like she is completely in charge of our social calendar, you know? So, so I do, so I get kind of, I put everything on the back burner because I still get to between crave outings and different things that we're doing and Amber scheduling, like our, our mutual friends stuff. Like I still get to interact and I have the friendships, but I do a poor job individually of, of reaching out to people and, and saying, even if it's like, uh, you know, congratulating them on a certain thing or, or, you know, the, the little things that, that mean so much. So that's something that I really need to work on. I'm going to continue to work on that here this season, um, is, is just that friendship. But what I urge everybody else to do is kind of take a mental inventory about what you do in your friendships. And are you actively doing what you need to do in your friendships? Because, you don't want to be the person that someone else leaves behind because they want to be successful, right? So if, if you know, if you have a friend that's going for his dream or, you know, supporting your friends in, in small business or supporting your friends in, um, you know, whatever they're doing, their, their businesses, or, you know, if they get a promotion at work, it's simple congratulations and that kind of stuff. That goes a long way to, to make sure that you're continuing to foster those relationships and continue that friendship. So, um, today, I mean, that's an awesome block that, that we knocked off today. I love that friendships, but, um, what, what are your opinion? I mean, what, how are you on your, your like friendships as far as social? I know you're, you're, you're a single guy. You value it friendship. Lot, well, but, you know. it makes it a lot easier, right? So if I want to pretty much not be sitting on my couch watching Netflix or working out by myself, I have to hang out with a lot of friends. And I'm lucky sure. enough to have tons of friends that want to hang – you know, I, I, I'm very able to hang out with quite a few people all the time. I will say um, on the subject of what you were talking about, how sometimes people can get a little too busy and, you know, you want to reach out to everybody. Um, but I – if one of your friends is getting a little bit busy and it is to reach their dream and they're trying to succeed or whatever, sometimes the best thing you can do as a friend is not get mad at them that they may have to push aside maybe hanging out with you on a Sunday, but shooting them that congratulations text or shooting them that, hey, sure. you know, I see you grinding, I see you doing this. Let's try to get together, but, you know, I, you got to do what you got to do right now. Yeah. And, and I, think I think that that's very valuable. Yeah. Recognition is huge yeah. in, in anything because I know, you know, when we're, t when we're trying to grow and we're continuing to try to grow our businesses and, um, you know, when, when you do that, there's so many days where you hear like 25 no's where like, yeah. you know, you just don't make the deal or someone doesn't yeah. sign up or, you know, a, a cancellation goes through. And so there's so much of that, that negative stuff on a day-to-day -day basis that you can get overly stressed. And if somebody doesn't come up and say, Hey, I see that you're doing a good job. Keep grinding, keep working. Then a lot of times you, you just get in your head yeah. and, and you go through a funk that sometimes lasts me a week, you know, of just like, well, shit, what am I doing and why am I doing it? And, yeah. and it takes me, you know, some act, it takes me like actually, having actionable steps. And usually it's from like, okay, I'm in a funk. I need to listen to a podcast or I need some sort of like mental kickstart. And so then that'll get me going. But that mental kickstart can definitely come from one of my 
one of my buddies, one of my friends or someone at the gym, you know, and, and I, I, uh, consider every single athlete at the gym, one of my friends, but the, the thing that, that can get you out of that rut is uh, just, a, an athlete going, Oh, today's session was awesome. You guys do a great yeah. job. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, and a friend doing, doing the same thing, you know, can, can well, dude, go a like long way and things and all that. that aren't little recognition bumps or whatever. I got, you know, some of my friends, if they shoot me a text message and I'm having a down day and they're just, they, and, you know, they have no idea. They're just shooting me a text message on a random day. And then like, I'm like, ah, that was kind of funny. Then like, I right. mean, that's, there's like a serious feeling right there where you're like, ah, life's going to be all right. Yeah. It's like it's tumbling yeah. right now, but that was pretty funny. That'll be all right. You know? It does. It gets you out of your head. Yes. You know, a lot of times. Yeah. Sometimes that's, that's all it needs. Yeah. And so the, the small things like that and just foster those relationships, foster those friendships. And, uh, the fact that, that coach wouldn't put that on, the pyramid of success says a lot about what it is, and I think it's it's one of the things that can get overlooked a lot. And as much as we've talked about it, we haven't labeled it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And so, like, we've had several episodes where we we had <laughs> a, a food for thought, or we had a uh, uh, a lesson to you know to the, that kind of dealt with these things. But we haven't ever had a label for it. So I think just overall worrying about that friendship really labels what we want to do. Well, so I awesome. do think that the way that you talk about Crave being a team-oriented thing, that's kind of saying friends without saying friends. That's true. I mean, yeah. you know, anytime you've been on a team, anytime you've done any of that, those people are some of the best friends that you ever have. Oh, when, definitely. You know, you think back on college, the people that you probably keep, in, even if it's only a little bit in contact with, are probably right. the guys you were on a team with. Or, yeah. Um, so I, same thing where we didn't put a label on it, but we're saying the same thing. And that's what, and yep. like, you got to puff your chest out a little bit thinking like, Hey, we got the same ideas. John wouldn't, right. you know, yeah, telling yeah, yeah. you guys like this is in our form. And you've been without reading this book, without any knowledge of this, oh, yeah. you've been saying this since podcast number one, that one of the most unique things about Crave is that you build a team that you build friendships through that team. And that's what makes it a place that you want to come. That's true. Boom. John Wooden. That's agrees. awesome. Yeah. 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 That's, that has a little bit of a pat on our back, you know, <laughs> and that's awesome. But you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's great to re-solidify some of the stuff that oh, we're yeah. doing every time we, we dive into some of these books or every time we dive into some of those podcasts that, um, that, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for that you're listening to folks that know what they're talking about. Yes. I don't know what the word is. I don't know what the word is, is either. I'm going to skip over that, Tyler, because it was going to it was going to go in a weird direction. <laughs> was, I was going to have a long word that made no sense made in that, no in sense that context. At all. Hippopotamus. Yes. yes. No! That, that, no! It definitely wasn't that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is uh, friendship was the block we knocked off today. So have good friends here for the next uh, week. Take that into consideration. Have some actionable steps when it comes to that. Oh, the, the thing that I was going to say, too, is we were talking to uh, Tyler Weber the other day, and I was just ta- I was talking about, and that was on three or four weeks ago podcast. Yeah. Um, but I was, I was talking to him, and I think we were off air, but I was like, when, when you do have a team, like that's like growing up, I always had not forced friends, but like just like a giant room, locker room yeah. of potential friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I walked in first day of high school, I walked in first day of college and got into the locker room. And I do that because football seasons, even before you start school. Yeah. So uh, I was lucky there too. But you, you walk into a locker room of like guys that, you, okay, I'm going to hang out with these guys for the next four years. You know I, mean? I, better, I better like these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know, and, and, and yeah, that's the thing. And the same thing about, uh, and the same thing that we want to design Crave around is you, when you get out of school, 
you don't have that locker room. You don't right. have that that kind it, of uh, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, it does, and, yep. and you don't you don't have that kind of friend platter. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, the, the friend the platter. Friend platter. Yes. Oh man, we might have to write that down. Yes, I think I think that's definitely a word that might have to go into uh, a book somewhere. Friend platters, um, but. Uh, let's move on to some segments today. We have uh, I have a human SMH today. So this kind of is, this is the funny part is this has gone viral and it's kind of something. It, it I don't know if it came if it came the same time as when we started doing these humans SMH, but it's kind of the it's exa- it's a segment in life yeah. that now that it's yeah. a viral thing. But it's um, it's basically online. The, they're, they're saying to go to Florida Man plus your birthday. Have you heard about this? No. Okay, so go to Google and just Google Florida Man. And whatever your birthday is. Yeah. Year included or just the date? Just the date. Date. Yeah, so I did Florida Man uh, September 7th, and I had a, the, the first couple the first couple ones are this movement's gone viral, right? Yeah. And I think we're going to take credit for it. Yeah. Today, right I now, I'm taking credit for it. <laughs> Good. Because we... In, Put it on the books. I think four weeks ago, three weeks ago, we started Humans... SMH longer than that, yeah, something like that, and then now it's a, a viral trend on Google. That on Google, yeah. hey, watch so, it, Google, listen yeah. to our stuff. Someone's giving a, us someone's, credit. Yeah, big brothers up in the lights. <laughs> Got extra microphones in here, but um, yeah. So I, I googled that, and uh, I was <laughs> so September seventh, uh, Florida man. So so this is how every single one of these starts yeah. is a Florida man on September seventh uh, was found in his. Uh, in his house, which was on fire, yeah, naked, and had to be removed, completely conscious. But he was so stoned and so drunk that he he didn't like realize his house was on fire around him. <laughs> so like I immediately picture that dog like that's in that fiery house. Oh like, yeah, everything's, everything's okay. Fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, it's <laughs> a so, verbal meme. We're gonna verbal memes here today. But but yeah, so it's just like okay, everything's fine, and he's he's so just obliterated. That he is sitting in a house burning it around him, and so he they they drag him out, and they're like explaining to this naked man, like you understand, <laughs> your house was on fire, like you could have died from smoke inhalation, and and like you still could, like you're you're sitting in this uh, fire house, and then they they and and then the fire department put out the fire, but that that was my that was my birthday, so I gotta look that up. So everybody, uh, your assignment for the week, and don't, <laughs> don't forget, is look up on Google a Florida man, and then put your birth date in, uh, just the the day and the month, and then you'll you'll figure out what your Florida man story is. Dude, what is it about Florida? It, I mean, it, that's it, the headline. It's like, but I mean, it's like famous, right? Yeah. It, the things that happen in Florida. It's crazy. It's, yeah. Um, I saw something where it was just like nut jobs uh, go down there somewhere in the Middle East, and I'm not. 100% sure, but this it was like a video of these guys messing with a camel, and the camel, like, turns on them, and then it, it's really funny. They're in the sand, and he's, like, laying on the floor, and the camel's just, like, pinning him down and, like, rubbing its whole weight on top of the guy. Really? His friend takes a video and laughs, and the guy's, like, screaming. <laughs> like he's dying. like, ah, ah! And then there was something else where, cam- like, they were messing with the camel, and the camel, like, picked a man up by his head and threw him. And they were like what? this, and I can't remember where exactly it was. Yeah. But they were like, "This place is the Florida of the Middle East." Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's awesome. It's <laughs> like, yeah. After watching those two videos, I believe it. Yeah, that makes sense. That is too cool. <laughs> All right, so we got next segment. We're going to jump into a today I learned. Jordan, what's today up? I learned that an ant wouldn't get killed in a microwave 
if you put it in there. They don't have high enough water content, and because they're so small, they can quote-unquote dodge the hot spots in the microwave just by walking around. That's insane. You can't kill an ant even if you put it in a microwave. That is crazy. So, yeah, so I mean, that makes sense because doesn't the microwave heats up water molecules, right? Apparently, well, okay, I, I mean, I didn't know that, but I now I think, think that's that, the yeah. I think that's the technology <laughs> okay. behind it, right? So if you have, like, and that's why if you have something like like French fries, yeah. they, they, they don't, get so soggy. they get so soggy. What? Because it warms up the water molecules in it. But if you have, like, a really juicy meat, like Dries a pork chop or something, it, it, it'll dry it out if you heat it up too yeah. many times, yeah. Yeah, crazy. Interesting, dude. Yeah. That explains why the microwave sucks. I've always known yeah. it sucks. I've That's known why what foods not to put see, in you that, microwave. Yeah, but if you put those same foods in the oven where it's a dry heat, then, it just then it's warms just up. heating and warming up. Yep. And that's why it also, the microwave heats from the inside out of foods. I don't know that because either. Because the moisture is on the inside, and so it's, yeah. Crazy. Today I learned. Right? <laughs> Today we learned. Today we all learned. Next up, we're going to go over to some Crave athletes. So we have uh, athlete shout-outs. I got one, and then uh, Jordan's got one as well. But my athlete shout-out today goes to Luke Schmidt, who is a who's goes to Valley High School. High school, right? Or is he, he is now is in he high a freshman school. He's now? a freshman. Yes. Yeah, okay. So that's what I thought. So he and his archery team qualified for nationals. Unfortunately, they're not able to go because their coach doesn't want to go for some reason. I don't because understand. Because he's it. a terrible coach. Well, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. Why, if you qualify for nationals, go to nationals? Yeah, kind of makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> dude, if, if Pierce, like, I mean, if Pierce qualifies for Special Olympics in fucking Abu Dhabi, like yeah. they are today, guess where you're going? We're going to fucking Abu yeah. Dhabi. Dude, well, and that's the thing, right? Like, so it's not just a small qualification. It's not like oh, he made it to districts or and not to yeah. take anything away from that, but like it's nationals. It's the right. national tournament. You know that big thing that everybody aims for as a young athlete. Yeah, that thing. That, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those where you could have a national championship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. God, that <laughs> sucks that they can't go. But uh, huge Big shout out Luke, to definitely. Luke, um, who is a baller. Uh, you guys know Luke. Yes, he's everybody the knows Luke. Stud running around here. Everybody knows Luke. He's a stud archer. He's like Robin Hood. Yeah, yeah. He splits. He probably split the arrows. Yep. I loved archery in, yeah. in high school. Yeah, I've I was never, never shot an arrow in my life. Really? Yeah, they took it away like a few years before we were allowed to start practicing because that was going to be one of our things that we practiced. Oh, yeah. The, whoosh, nixed it. That kind of goes into our uh, bring it back, but we will uh, we'll get we'll to go, that. We'll get to that next. Um, but you have an athlete shout-out. Athlete shout-out. Um, I'm going to give Sean an athlete shout-out because he is now on, and he told me today, so I should remember the number, but 80-some-odd days of no alcohol. That's awesome. Not for, for a reason. Him. Not just, you know, he just thought, I'll drink a little less alcohol. Now he's on 80-something days. That's awesome. Yeah, good for him. That's that's sweet. He said, well, uh, when I talked to him, his, his wife's pregnant, so she yeah. can't drink. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's cool to support yeah. your wife as well. Because um, I know I, I didn't drink one for the preg- for one of Amber's pregnancies, and, and she really appreciated that too. You didn't drink for both of them. You were on your show. Oh, yeah, for both of them. But not all of them. Well, not well, months, well. Not nine months I know, for all I'm of them, I don't kidding. think. <laughs> but but I can imagine if like 
if you really like to drink and have a good time, yeah, and th- be then tough. You, you can't, but then your husband yeah. is is out there I sh- doing that. I will qualify then. what I'm saying about Sean with when I saw him today at lunch that he was limping around and complaining about how bad the leg day had messed him up. Dude, yes. he was still limping at like lunch. But I love he and it. Mitch both they're talking about how sore the legs are, and they just started a new program, and I, I the they had to do legs today. So they're like complaining about how horrible it is, and I'm watching them do more legs. I'm like, you guys are gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> I love you that. You stand no chance. So they yeah, do, still they're around. doing back to back leg days. Well, it wasn't that. It was just that the they do class Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right. and then they do their own lifting program on the other days. So their program called for legs today. They they should definitely go to a pro or switch that with like a Friday. Hey guys, or something. Because that sounds <laughs> we know terrible. you're listening. <laughs> doing two leg days in a row. Well, it, it might be a. Uh, it was they did that stuff so too. Opposite. They also did yeah. um, upper body, but I just while they were doing the legs, I was like, "You're gonna die." Yeah, <laughs> just laughing at them. <laughs> yeah, as, as yeah pretty doing much. It. But yeah, huge shout out to to Sean. That takes a lot of uh, tenacity. Uh, yes, I like that word. Mm. Great word. But yes, so when we were talking about what, what were we talking about that was going to bring us into bring it back? Uh, no, I don't remember. But we got to this so now we're talking about tom Izzo, right yeah yep so bring our bring it back is a segment that we haven't done in a while but it brings it back to uh the 90s or back to our childhood or back to uh you know our really, formidable like years 2000 i don't know any of our formidable changed, years like, let's call it 2015 what is when this changed go ahead wait go when say this what changed you're say. yeah oh when what we're talking like about when, changed? yeah when the culture changed yes so so this is a big thing about culture and and so if if you haven't seen coach Izzo, um on their Sweet 16 game, yeah. I think, was uh, just yelling and getting in this kid's face. And, and actually, yeah, it was it was awesome <laughs> in, in my in my opinion. But it was um, you know he got he got in this kid's face and he um, he was yelling at him because he did something wrong. He wasn't running back on defense, right? Yeah, and so he was being lazy. Yeah, and so he's 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 in his face. He's yelling at him, and they just went on an eight point run. So yeah. I mean, this this shows like that that he gives a shit about his players. Like a lot of coaches might just yep. say, well, I'm in a good mood. Cause we got eight. We're, yeah. we're doing eight points. Great job. Nope. Guys. Nope. And he didn't, he, he got after him. And so our question uh, is kind of when this, when this culture changed to not being able to really coach and yell and the kids not being able to take it. And so there's such an outrage yeah. of people that, that, that just, that hated Coach Izzo for this, and I looked at it and I was like, "No, that is exactly how we grew up. <laughs> yeah. If you if you fucked up somewhere yeah. as an athlete, you got yelled at like that, cool. and that's that you should have." Well, and it's so much disrespect to Coach Izzo because it, it's not like this is some new young buck just screaming at kids. He's oh, got no yeah. record, so you don't know if he loves the kids. Or Izzo has twenty five years of experience where right. all of his players are like, "No, he." I mean, he screams at me constantly, but that man loves yeah. me, and he would do anything yeah. to help us succeed. It has nothing to do with trying to bring me down as a man or as a person. It has everything to do with br- lifting the team up. Yeah, and, and me having to do his. It's one my of those job. things that, like, yeah. If you fuck up, if you're lazy, you're not getting back on defense. Yeah, there's a consequence for yes. that. There, they, like in today's world, I don't, I don't know if people even understand or even want consequences. No, to people's actions. That's what's crazy. Bizarre. Yes, the fact that this caught traction. But what I love is that when you're looking at it, the people that were like, "This is dumb, and we shouldn't do you have, be." Um, do you have something pulled up? Can you pull up um, uh, reactions to that? And who's the bald guy with the glasses that has the two football helmets on his desk uh, on ESPN? Oh, Joe, Joe Lenardi. 
no. I don't know, man. Um, uh, what's his name? We got to play his clip. I'm um, going to let you try to find it, and I'm going to talk about the players' reactions. Um, yeah. I thought they were hilarious because so many of those players were like, I don't see anything wrong with this. And then you've got Izzo's players talking about how it's so normal. But my favorite one was Tracy McGrady was talking about when oh, he was yeah. playing for the United States team and uh, Popovich was his coach. <laughs> they were they're playing. It was either a scrimmage or an actual game. And it was like in Tracy's prime when he's the stud. And Popovich keeps telling him either to drive or to pass the ball when he gets the ball right here. And like three plays in a row. The first one he catches it, he's wide open. So he takes a shot. And Popkitch in his face, he's screaming at him about it. They do it again. Second play, he's wide open. So he takes a shot, and he makes both of these shots. And Popovich gets in his face, screams yeah. at him. Next time down, he's wide open again. Tracy runs the ball in and passes it. <laughs> and it was That's all awesome. just because he wanted him to learn that there's more than just score, you know, like right. team ball in it. And everybody knows Popovich is a maniac who yeah. has no qualms screaming but, at a superstar. And I love this, too, because... One of the big rea- one of the big things that that I agree with when people were talking about all of this is if you're going to get the most out of your players, you have to you have to go out uh, lecture them like that, and then you have to put them back in. Yeah, to, you know, yes. put them back in to perform. Yes. what you just critiqued them on. Yep. You know, and that's what he did. He, he went right back in and um, and he he performed after that. Yep. So it was Scott Van Pelt that had this uh, Tom Tom Izzo reaction. Play it here, but he had such a good quote that I'm putting it on our next flyer. But it, no, are you yeah, really? Yeah, so I, I immediately <laughs> stole it from him. But it was uh, one of the things that he says in here is life has a scoreboard. Yes, and like and and that just hit me so hard. Yep. So our next our next flyer that goes out is life has a scoreboard. What are you doing to win? Um, yeah, so it's gonna be sweet. I spoke about Tom All right, Izzo so this is the show. Scott Van Pelt. To see it Such a, a good reaction to this. Shows and on social media. This isn't about snowflakes or being soft. It is about a gigantic problem in society. And to have a real issue when they're held accountable or if others are too harshly. We're so concerned with if anyone yeah. has had their feelings hurt that we lose sight of this fact. Life has a scoreboard. The world will be difficult, love and we do nobody any favors when we coddle them to the point that they never hear criticism or hear a harsh word or have to face any adversity. Because when nobody in a job interview or negotiation stops to ask about your feelings and then you don't get the job or you don't get the contract, what are you going to do? Demand the work for the path, not the path for your kids. That's an you awesome cannot answer. eliminate every challenge or adversity they might face. Because if are. you do, smart. what have you accomplished? Yeah. We're so concerned with safe spaces and not saying mean things that when a coach gets on a player, it's seen by some of you as out of bounds. And that is insane to me. Is that the only way to get your point across? No. You can go about it differently. But you notice who didn't have a problem with it? Michigan State. Did you notice what seniors Cassius Winston and Matt McQuaid did? They told Izzo, we got this. Because they have a voice. They've been empowered in a family dynamic that occasionally gets volatile. Because there's a scoreboard and they're trying to win. You know who else didn't have a problem with it? The freshman who was getting countless other Spartans gave insights into why they didn't and don't have a problem with it. 
But that doesn't matter to people who don't really want context. They just want to be mad and be offended. So be good and mad about how Tom Izzo yelled at his players. His players, past and present, have a rare loyalty to him. He doesn't have a transfer problem. He has the opposite. A bunch of four-year guys, the overwhelming majority of whom have gotten to Final Fours in part because of being held accountable there, there, the way again. he holds yep. them accountable. You don't like it? Fine. Don't set your kid there. But stop being offended by things that don't concern you because they're not. I love that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely love that. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, our question, you know, and bring it back is when, you know, a lot when people understood that that's how a coach is going to coach you and that's yep. how a teacher is going to teach you and your kids aren't going to be right most right. of the time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, I can't imagine, like, do you think his his mom was like, you're never playing basketball again for this guy? Yeah, you know, no, you know right. I mean? Like, he can't do that to you. No, she's probably like, this is not as bad as he's been yelled at most of his uh, career right. going yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, <coughs> it's baffling, it's, man. It's, the, it's not, it, and that's the problem, is it's not the on-court, it's not when it's in-house, it's not a problem. But it, it was seen by the media. Yeah. And people on the internet yeah. had it outraged and, and I just don't understand the outrage, but so yeah, so that's, that was our bring it back. I just, I don't get it. I don't, uh, hopefully, you know, it changes, but I think that's an opinion that, uh, Scott Van Pelt said it perfectly. I think, you Oh yeah, you don't, you don't get much and the, the path for your kids versus the kids for your, for the path. I thought that was yeah. an awesome quote. Don't so. prepare the path. Prepare the kid. Yep. Prepare the kids. So now we're going to get on to uh, the last segment here is couch potato. And bangers, so it's kind of a combo. So, do you have a banger? I do. You do? All right, we're going to do his banger first, and then I'm going to do a couch potato slash banger. Give me one second. Um, so, mine, I want to paint the picture a little bit. This one is, it's almost like I'm excited for the spring with the ones that I keep coming up and trying to paint say, pictures. Yeah. <laughs> this time, you're at a party on a porch with your friends. Does that include... Uh, you uh, are having a few adult beverages. Okay. Not getting crazy, just enjoying the weather. You've got it playing. Everybody's having a good conversation, and then this song comes on. Oh, yeah. And there's a part. Not yeah, everybody knows right. all the words, yeah. But there's a part that everybody knows. Oh, yeah. This part. Yeah, this is definitely a patio band. Yes, dude. I love this one. I just downloaded this actually. Like, yeah, this is like one of the greatest songs of all time. It's it's the spring coming out because yeah. I just downloaded this like last week when the sun came out. I love it. All right, save the rest of that and we'll do we'll we'll go out to that one. So save the rest of that. But mine is a combo. So my couch potato. I watched uh, again Compton. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But it is uh, the story of Easy E and NWA, and it is an awesome movie that is really eye-opening with, you know, what uh, what they went through in, in Compton with the police and all that kind of stuff, and the backstory behind "fuck the police" and all that kind of stuff was super interesting to me. And so it's it's a story, obviously, of of this uh, gangster rap group that um, that got huge with Dr. Dre. And the the best part of the entire movie, I think, was at the very end when uh, Dr. Dre leaves Shug. I'm a big Eminem fan. Yeah. So the, when they, they go through, like, Eminem's early career with him signing on and, like, they go through, like, actual footage 
of like Eminem and uh, 50 Cent with yeah. Dr. Dre with Aftermath when they first started. So that was kind of the cool spot. But this also goes into my weekend banger is uh, some like old school Easy E here. Soon. I gotta get drunk before the day begins Before my mother starts bitching About my friends About to go and damn near went blind old school rap Oh yeah My first tape was Run DMC Was it really? Your tape? Tape yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get to the gotta get to the chorus here with the six belt. So get on that here this weekend. We'll throw them back on gorillas because that's a good one to lead us out. Uh, it's gorillas, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's the gorillas. It's the gorillas. So, uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the gym closet. We have uh, great, great teammates here. Uh, remember to, to for your friendship and make sure that you're on a good path with that. And uh, go ahead, jump on any of our social media, like and follow us on social media at the gym closet, a Crave Gym podcast, or at Crave Gym. Also, follow at Jordan.Hildreth or at TR Crave Strong, Crave with a K, and uh, subscribe to the podcast on either Stitcher, iTunes, or Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout, yes. Buzzsprout Sprout is the, what's the other one though? Um, Spotify. Spotify, yes. Yes. So those are the three that you can get it. So you can get it anywhere. So uh, thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you soon.